Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, November 1st, 2023, and this is day 2051 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you. We praise you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for all that you do for us. Thank you for helping us as we go through those valleys. You say, yea, though we go through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil. For thy rod and thy staff, they comfort us. And Lord, we thank you so much for that because it is just a going through. Help us to get through that middle ground that can be so rough, but you're with us all the way. And I thank you so much, Father. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is living a hollow, empty life. Or maybe I'll say, is that you? Are you living a hollow, empty life? I did for a while and I didn't even realize it, you know, until I came to know Jesus and it was like, whoa, I've been missing out all that time. But but you know what, God just, it seems like, you know, I didn't lose time because God uh, is so gracious and so awesome that, you know, it just feels like I've, he's been in my life forever. And, and I, I just uh, want to share with you today uh, just to encourage you and to let you know how valued you are and how much the Lord loves you. We're coming out of Mark chapter 8, verses 27 through 38. Mark chapter 8, verses 27 through 38. Oh, yeah. And, and I want to make sure to um, thank you, Holy Spirit, to, to let you know that no matter what it is that you've done, or <clears throat> even if you are on the other end of, you know, maybe being a victim uh, based upon uh, someone perpetrating harm upon you, uh, God wants you to know he's there for you. He loves you, even the person that perpetrated the harm and the victim of the harm. He loves you still, and he wants to comfort you in ways that only he can do. Now, let's learn a little bit more about his word. Again, Mark chapter 8, verses 27 through 38. And it says, Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi, which was a highly recognized pagan city where they were known for worshiping idols. On the way, he asked them, Who do people say I am? He's talking to his disciples. They replied, some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah and still others, one of the prophets. So Elijah was a great prophet. John the Baptist was actually Jesus's cousin. Uh, Elizabeth was his mother and Elizabeth and, and Jesus's mother, Mary, were cousins. And so John the Baptist, God used him to pave the way for John the Baptist. So he he let everybody know they must repent and uh, that there was someone coming that will come after him, that he was not even worthy enough to sh- to tie his shoes uh, or his sandals. And uh, that was his cousin, John. 
so that's who they thought he was in verse 29 says, but what about you? He asked, who do you say I am? Peter answered, you are the Messiah. Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. And, and mainly because, um, you know, it wasn't quite time. Uh, Jesus knew they needed more instruction about the work he would accomplish through his death and his resurrection. He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priest, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. And, and I believe this is the first time mentioning where, you know, Jesus is telling his disciples these things are going to happen. And, and I would imagine that would be a shock. Like, what? We're thinking that you're going to be, you know, crowned king. And, and the way that we're used to seeing someone uh, being over a kingdom uh, like all the other uh, kings have been. But no, he's going to be the type of king that would suffer and die for us. He would be a servant king. He spoke plainly about this and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. You know, Peter was not considering God's purpose at the time. He he was doing it, you know, mainly out of love. He just felt like, no, Lord, you're 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 special. You're you're our king. You're you're our everything. And and it says, but when Jesus turned and, and looked at his disciple, he rebuked Peter. He said, Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. And we do that. We say, I got your back. But in this case, Jesus had a mission. He had a purpose. And in order to save us, to save even Peter, he had to die and rise up from the grave. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his Father's glory and with the holy angels. Mm. And he said to them, and I'm going to go ahead and read 9 verse 1. And he said to them, truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God has come with power. And uh, so, yeah, it, it could be uh, that he's talking about many will still be alive when the um, rapture takes place, the uh, when Jesus comes in all of his glory and, and that trumpet trumpet sounds and, and the dead in Christ will rise up first and then those who are still alive will rise up. So let's go to our points. Point number one, have you ever seen the movie, I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker? <laughs> that movie is hilarious. It's written and directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans. And they had a um, an amazing cast: Isaac Hayes, Jim Brown, Damon Wayans, and Keenan and Ivory Keenan Ivory Wayans. There was a scene in the movie 
where the main character meets a beautiful woman. After they went to her house, she started removing things like her eyelashes, her wig, high heels, even a wooden leg, etc. Essentially, exposing who she truly was beneath the human exterior. Although it was funny, it truly relates to us. How we can be deceived by the lust of our eyes, by our perceptions. Jesus makes it very clear how we should change our mindset in order to follow him. He said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. So let's just take a look. I'm going to read out my commentary what that cross represents. So the Pharisees, um, let let me make sure that I'm at the right. Yep. So the Romans, Mark's original audience, knew that taking up the cross, what taking up the cross meant. Death on a cross was a form of execution used by Rome for dangerous criminals. A prisoner carried his own cross to the place of execution, signifying submission to Rome's power. You know, Jesus carried his cross and he was not a hardened criminal. He wasn't a criminal at all. He was and is our savior. Jesus used the image of carrying a cross to illustrate the ultimate submission required of his followers. He is not against pleasure, nor is he saying that we should seek pain needlessly. Jesus was talking about the heroic effort needed to follow him moment by moment to do his will, even when the work is difficult and the future looks bleak. You know what I mean. You may be the only one in the clan on your job. Uh, everybody's saying, hey, let's go out. Let's go to the strip joint. Let's go out and have a drink. Let's do this. Let's do that. I was once there. <laughs> and you're like, no, I'll pass. And you're looked down upon. You're looked, you know, like, huh, what's wrong with them? They think they're better or whatever the case may be. That's you saying, I follow Jesus. I don't do those things anymore. I don't follow after the worldly desires. That's not glorifying my God by doing those things. Nothing wrong like the word, like the author says, uh, to enjoy life. I mean, Jesus' first miracle was turning water into wine. He was celebrating a wedding. So we do get, you know, celebrating things and enjoying life to the fullest. All those things are important. But there is balance and there's also things that we will absolutely say no to. Point number two, many people spend all their energy seeking pleasure. Jesus said, however, that uh, a world of pleasure centered on possessions, uh, position or power is ultimately worthless. Whatever you have on earth is only temporary. It cannot uh, be exchanged for your soul. My mother used to always say, um, have you ever seen like a, uh, a hearst uh, with, a, with a casket uh, with a, um, oh darn it, with a Brinks truck or something behind it, uh, carrying all their possessions or their money? No, <laughs> because 
it's no longer any value because to them because they're gone that'll be that'll be left for other people or are thrown away you never know uh if you work hard at at getting what you want you might eventually have a pleasurable life but in the end you will find it hollow and empty to the point of a life of eternity with Jesus Christ. Um, here's one of the things. So so hollow and, and empty rather than, I'm going to say, uh, that life for eternity with Jesus Christ. If all we're seeking is things of pleasure and, and, and avoiding Jesus as our ultimate um, are everything. <laughs> we can do nothing without him. Uh, yeah, so we neglect, literally are neglecting the opportunity to spend eternity with Jesus when we put uh, the pleasures of the, of the flesh before Christ. So here's one of the things I love about our Lord. Uh, of course, I love everything about him, but that he gives us plenty of chances to make things right. He gives us do-overs. I've had people close to me who don't do that. Um, you know, humans, they, they you mess up with them. <laughs> One time, you're doomed. I'm not speaking to you ever again. You're done. I don't want to be associated with you ever again. There are some people that way. I mean, I we can't change them. We can pray for them. But we must not try to take revenge. We must give it to God and ask God to help us through it. Uh, all of us uh, could possibly fall in that category in one way or another. You know, we, you know, be, you mess up and uh, you, that's all people remember you for. Oh, girl, move your purse. Here comes someone. So, you know, they steal. And that might have been when you were a kid and you're no longer that way. <laughs> and you got that label, you know. Uh, so we... We can be very hard uh, on one another. I'm so happy, though, Jesus isn't that way. This is your day to change your mindset and to follow Jesus. And you will know what it means to live abundantly now and to have eternal life with Jesus as well. There's nothing like just knowing that that's what's coming down the pipeline. Any moment, everything is Everything is set. Every prophecy uh, before Jesus's return has been fulfilled. And we're being, we're seeing the stage, everything laid out, all the things that the Bible talks about, people being against Israel. And, and it's hard to see the things happening, even, you know, to those innocent people in Palestine who are um, dying because of the evil of, of a few people. And it's just hard to stomach all the wars going on and, and horrific things happening, not only there, but in other countries as well. We need to be ready to meet the Lord. I remember when I had one of my businesses that God blessed me with, it was serving clean. And, and my ultimate goal, here it is, I'm going to be honest, my ultimate goal was to become a millionaire. That's what I, that was what, you know, uh, gave me, the energy. <laughs> I loved doing what I was doing. Uh, it was a passion. Uh, it was hospitality staffing for special events and weddings and things like that. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I know it was something God blessed me with, but my goals were off track when it came to the purpose of what I was doing. 
And rather than my purpose being um, to glorify God, my purpose, my number one purpose was to hit that millionaire mark. You know, nowadays it's a billionaire, but yeah, millionaire walk. And and then something happened. Things shifted. <laughs> to make a long story short, yeah, after 9-11, uh, which was another terrible time in our history, um, people weren't doing parties anymore. Things shut down. People, everything just came to a standstill. People weren't traveling. And we lost so much during that time. We lost a house. We lost a car. I had never had a car repossessed, and I didn't even know it had been repossessed. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) my husband said. I said, our car is gone. And he said, and I said, there's no glass. And and somebody stole it. He goes, no, that car was repo. I'm like, what? So, yeah, we lost a lot of things, but we did not lose our soul. I came back to where the Lord would have me to be and drew closer to him during that time period. And it was about, oh, it was about a three-year journey of um, really being humbled and broken and, and understanding truly what my calling is and my mission is and still enjoying life, but yet knowing that trusting God for every second of my life, I, I, I was beyond every day in my life. I'm talking every second. Where is every, where are things going to come from? Where is money going to come from for food? How are we going to do this, Lord? How, and, and, and I'll tell you something. I'll, I'm grateful for those days. And uh, I remember God showing me, uh, you're going to be doing outreach. And he let me see the area it was going to be in. And, and it was before I had actually even started going to my parents' church. I had been at my old church for 27 years. And, and he said, this is where you're going to be. And is driving through the town <laughs> uh, at night and driving down Prospect uh, after leaving a um, an event uh, with uh, Pastor David Paul. I remember it was an amazing time down at Bartle Hall and 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 my air conditioner. Well, no, someone had broken into my car at that parking lot, and and mine was the only one that I could see that was broken out and and the window and, and they didn't still, they still change, of course. And it was anyway, so I usually would ride with my windows up. And in this case, I couldn't because my window was broken out and I heard the sounds of the community. I heard hurt and pain. I heard laughter. I, I saw so much that I never had noticed before because I always had my windows up. And Jesus showed me, this is where you're going to be. And I will tell you, within a few years, a year or two, that's where I was for 14 years, 21st in Prospect, doing outreach. And I was so blessed with the people that God allowed me to encounter, people that most people would turn their noses up, most people would shun, most people would say, get out of my face, you don't smell good, you don't look good, you don't look like me, things like that. And I truly enjoyed each and every one of them and I hope they enjoyed me but God had a mission for me and I learned so much for from every one of them as God used me to preach and teach that word every Wednesday night with them my mother did Sundays and um, this was after our, my stepdad passed and yeah we and my my husband was there and um, we made sure people had things to eat they had clothing 
Uh, they had everything, whatever they needed, the needs were met. And after going through that and working with these beloved people, I, during that process, uh, many encounters that changed my life, uh, I told God, thank you. And um, please forgive me for ever complaining, ever, ever, because I had nothing to complain about. And seeing people that had no homes, people that were grateful for whatever they had gotten, I felt ashamed for the way I was. And I'm grateful to God for that experience. And I always, always have it in my heart because that's where, that's what keeps me uh, level and balanced. Um, you know, the Lord, of course, and he allowed me to go through that for a reason. What about you? What is it that you're going through right now? And you don't understand it. You're like, why is this happening to me? It could be that God is wanting to get your attention. He, it could be that he wants you to understand truly your purpose, truly um, what it means to carry your cross and serve him. If you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that's what it's all about, my friends, to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And of course, it is your choice to spend eternity with him. Oh, man, the Lord loves us so much, and I love you all as well. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And, and if you'd like, you can join us tonight, every Wednesday night at 6.30 to 7.30. We have Bible study. It's called Life Talk and we do it via Zoom. So on that website, you can join us on that Zoom link if you'd like. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship, peer mediation, human trafficking, and uh, DIY, teaching them how to do minor household repairs. So we thank you all so much for your prayers, for your support, and for your donations. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.